You're listening to the Get Visible podcast with Julie Brown, episode three. Welcome to the Get Visible podcast, where we believe PR is profitable, mindset is a must-have, and if you're not visible, you're leaving money on the table. Get ready for inspiration, practical tips, fab guests, and everything you need to make your business stand out in your niche. And here's your host, visibility and mindset queen and co-author of Ready to Rise, Julie Brown. Hello and welcome to the show. In this episode, I'm tackling a biggie. Yes, it's that thing that pops up regularly and plagues so many people, both in their business and life. Cripples some of them, in fact. Yep, it's confidence. Or should I say, lack of it. What I actually want to talk about today is what makes confident people confident. By knowing this, it can inspire us to try something different, yet simple, that might make us feel much more confident in certain situations than we do right now. Sounds good, doesn't it? But first, I wanted to chat to you about a new freebie I've just published. It's a V-book called How to Be a PR Magnet. It ties in well with today's show as one of the many reasons business owners don't chase media coverage is because they lack the confidence to push themselves out there. But it's the number one marketing tool when it comes to generating visibility and credibility. So it's a shame to miss it, really. In How to Be a PR Magnet, I share tons of inside secrets to landing yourself your first piece of media coverage. Easy to do tasks that, with your increased knowledge, will put you ahead of your competitors. There are five short but advice and action-packed videos to listen to, and I'm sure you're going to get lots from it. The download link will be in the show notes, so pop over there and get yourself this valuable resource. If you're listening well into the future, it's July 2020 right now, and I can't of course guarantee this is still available, but it's definitely worth checking. Right then, let's get started with the main act, shall we? First, I want you to keep in mind that confidence is not bravado, or swagger, or a pretense at bravery. In fact, it's quite the opposite. True confidence is quiet. It's a natural expression of ability, expertise, and self-regard with actions speaking very much louder than words. It's being comfortable in your own skin, and this is what really matters. We need to ask ourselves, how does true confidence feel to me? It's probably different to what someone else feels though, so don't try to compare. When it comes to confidence, one thing is certain, And this is that truly confident people always have the upper hand over the doubtful because they inspire others and they make things happen. There are definitely traits within people that make them more confident in general. And it's this that I want to explore today. I've got 12 to share with you. There's lots to learn about, much of which you'll be able to start doing yourself as none of it is rocket science, as I say. And maybe, just maybe, you'll realise you're not in such a bad place with your confidence after all. Believe me, it never is as dire as we think. It just feels that way. So, number one on our list of traits is that confident people are good at observing themselves and others. Let me give you an example. It might help a bit. In any situation where we lack confidence, we'll be focused predominantly on ourselves. So, let's say you're doing a presentation at work. You're probably thinking, I'm rubbish at this, or I'm making such a mess of it, and everybody must be so bored, or maybe... I can't get my words out and no one is listening. But you're probably so focused on yourself that you're not really noticing your audience and you could be missing vital signs that will give you that much needed boost. Maybe some of them are smiling or nodding and concentrating hard on what you're saying or making lots of notes. By switching from worrying about yourself to observing yourself and others, you'll experience being with other people in a different way. 
Be present with others and give generously, both when you speak and when you listen. By reminding yourself to do this, you'll feel more alive and without realising it, you'll be promoting yourself into a more confident state of mind. Then we move on to speaking up. Confident people will take a stand, not because they think they are always right, but because they are not afraid to be wrong. Cocky people, on the other hand, tend to take a position and then proclaim, bluster and totally disregard differing opinions or points of view. They know they're right and they want you to know it too. This behaviour is just the hallmark of an intellectual bully and nothing to do with confidence at all. Truly confident people don't mind being proved wrong. They feel finding out what is right is a lot more important than being right and when they're wrong, they're secure enough to say it. They will often admit to being wrong or that they don't have the answers. Those bullies I just talked about never do. Number three on our list is listening. You may be surprised to hear that confident people listen ten times more than they speak because they already know what they think and what they're really wanting to know is what you think. They'll ask open-ended questions that give other people the freedom to be thoughtful and introspective. They ask what you do, how you do it, what you like about it, what you've learned from it and what they should do if they find themselves in a similar position. Confident people often know a lot, but also know that the only way to learn more is to listen more. Number four is such a good trait, one that not enough people have sadly, often because it's something they feel quite scared about. And this is that people who have confidence will stay out of the spotlight to let it shine on others. Yep, really, they will stand aside to let others have the glory. They possibly did most of the work and were the person who overcame the major obstacles, but they don't care, or at least they don't show that they do, although inside they'll be as proud as Punch, of course. They know what they've achieved and don't need the glory. So they stand back and celebrate their accomplishments through others. They let others shine, a confidence boost that helps those people become massively confident too. And they give praise a lot. Insecure people constantly doubt their relevance. And because of this, they try to steal the spotlight and criticise others in order to prove their worth. Which ain't a good thing, is it? If you can stand aside and let someone else feel good by getting a bit of the glory, you'll find it such an empowering and inspirational act. The fifth trait is that confident people will freely ask for help when they need it. They don't see this as an act of weakness, knowledge, skill or experience like many people would. Confident people are secure enough to admit a weakness, so they often ask others for help with it. They are happy to admit that they need help, but also know that by asking for it, they page a huge compliment to the person they're asking for help from. Saying, can you help me, shows massive respect for that person's expertise and judgement. Otherwise you wouldn't ask, would you? Have you ever been asked for help by someone who surprised you by needing it? Your boss, for instance? Somebody you admire? How good did it make you feel? Don't be afraid to ask. Better to do that and get the task done properly than fudge it, which, if it then all goes wrong, won't help your confidence or self-esteem one jot. Number six is that they regularly think, why not me? Many people feel they have to wait to be promoted, to be hired, to be selected or to be chosen or discovered. But if you're a confident person, you know that access is almost universal. They can connect with almost anyone through social media, remembering that everyone they know knows someone they should know. They are aware that they can get funding, create their own products, build their own relationships and networks, and that they can choose to follow whatever course they wish. And very quietly, they go out and do it, while everyone else hangs in the background and waits for it to come to them, which of course isn't a great strategy. They aren't fearful because they know that if they never try, they will never succeed. And if they do try, there's a big chance that they'll succeed. 
They are willing to take the odd risk and follow an adventurous path knowing that if they make a wrong decision, then all they have to do is make another decision. Nothing's ever final. Number seven on my list is important and something we should all strive to do. Confident people don't put down other people or pass judgment. Generally speaking, the people who like to gossip or who like to speak badly of others do so because they hope, by comparison, to make themselves look better. Comparing yourself to other people is limiting. Confident people don't waste time sizing people up and worrying about whether or not they measure up to everyone they meet. And they don't need to take others down a notch in order to feel good about themselves either. Let other people do what they like while you stay true to yourself and your abilities. Number eight is that they aren't afraid to look silly. When you're truly confident, you don't mind occasionally being in a situation where you aren't at your best or maybe dancing on the table at an office party. And strangely enough, and contrary to what you'd think, people tend to respect you more for it. What does it matter in the end anyway? It just shows that you've got a bit of personality, a bit of life in you. Number nine is that confident people admit their mistakes and don't let other people take the blame for them. They dine out on their scroops and they don't mind being a source of laughter for others and for themselves. They are secure in their own skin after all. When you're truly confident, you don't mind occasionally looking bad or making a blunder because you realise that when you're genuine and unpretentious, people don't laugh at you, but laugh with you. Number 10 is that they seek approval only from the people who really matter and this tends not to be from social media. You're probably not too surprised to hear that. They get such a sense of pleasure from their own achievements that they don't worry about what other people think. They are truly happy with who they are, which when achieved for all of us, gives us that freedom that we all seek. Number 11 trait is that they won't say yes to something unless they really want to do it. Now many of us do this. How many times do we say yes? Our mouth is saying yes and our mind is going no. Research shows that the more difficulty that you have saying no, the more likely you are to experience stress, burnout and even depression, whereas confident people know that saying no is healthy. And when it's time to say no, confident people avoid phrases such as I don't think I can, or I'm not certain, I might need to check my diary. They say no with confidence, knowing that by saying yes, they're jeopardising other projects they have on the go, or family and leisure time, or anything else that they enjoy doing. In the end, saying no means you are being true to yourself and what it is that you really want to do. And lastly, we're at number 12 on our list of traits. And this is something we can put easily into place ourselves. Confident people find time to exercise as it makes them feel more competent socially, academically and athletically. And research has proved that this is the predicted response to moving our bodies. So in a word, it's true. The same research showed that people who exercise also rated their body image and self-esteem higher. Best of all, rather than the physical changes in their bodies being responsible for the surge in confidence... It was the immediate endorphin fueled positivity from exercise that made all the difference. Which means if you get out and about a bit more, do a bit more, the positive effects will be immediate. You don't have to wait. Yep, I know, you're probably thinking, here we go again with that old exercise thing. But it does work. So, find time to shake your stuff. Just doing a bit more every now and then could make all the difference. It doesn't need to be a grand gesture. Choose an activity you know you'll enjoy and you'll be much more motivated to get on with it. For instance, don't punish yourself with running if you really hate running. Play badminton instead or go swimming, whatever floats your boat. So there you have it, the most common things that make people feel great about themselves and everything else. What would be really good now is for you to go back over these 12 traits. You can use the show notes to remind you if you like or listen again, whichever you want to do. Then pick the one trait you feel most comfortable with and jot down a few notes about how you could adopt it too. 
Maybe it's being more observant about your colleagues in a meeting to get the feedback you need about what you're saying. Or you could pledge to get out for a brisk walk every day. Maybe it's standing up for something you believe in, even when you know not everyone shares your views. It doesn't really matter what it is. It doesn't really matter what it is. What does matter is that you take action. Really, you don't have to live with confidence issues. Get it into your head that you're going to do one small thing every day that will help. And you'll be amazed how quickly you start to feel more energised and in control. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have found this insight into what makes a person confident interesting. If you've got any questions about any of this or want to comment from me or want to pick my brains, then you can find me on Instagram or Facebook or over on my website. My email address is on there so you could contact me through that route. I do get back to everybody I hear from. Uh, Just give me a little chance if I've got a lot of messages, it does take some time. I've also got a Facebook group that I'd love to welcome you into. It's called Build a Visible Business and the link to that will be on the show notes with everything else. Hopefully I'll see you over there. Of course, I'd love you to subscribe to this podcast and also head over to iTunes and leave me a review. Honestly, it really does mean the world to me. I'd love to know that you're all out there and listening to what I have to say. See you next time, everybody, and have a great week.